Well, hello, and welcome. How are you surviving? Um, let's like, just, you know, like, are you are you alive? I, I am. Uh, I am Good. talking. How are you? Uh, quarantined. <laughs> yes. Alone. For for many people, that word was just like a, something in the dictionary a few days ago. Yeah, but no. Um, yeah. I mean, good in in good health. Um, you know, going going a little stir crazy. I think. Mm, yeah, but um, it's an adjustment lots for of, sure. Lots of lots of walks going on. Lots of walks. Have you run um, into anyone like while walking, and then awkwardly like one person goes on the sidewalk to maintain the six foot difference? Six. Um, I don't know about six feet. Uh, no, I mean, we've passed people and it's, it's like, I don't think you move further away necessarily, but there is, I don't know. There's just kind of, um, you know, there's tension, right? There's tension in the air. It's awkward. Um, it is, it's, you know, it's, it's. Cause it's, it's a human crazy. being. You want to wave and just say, Oh, hi, or interact normally and then you're like oh, i don't, don't want to get too close and you don't want to get too close to me yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. um so how are you doing though you're good i'm good good yeah i'm i good. i'm suspending my disbelief when possible continuing good. in this bond series and it's fun to just watch something set in the 60s in a simpler time at least from our mm-hmm. perspective mm-hmm. Yeah. uh did you have lunch you've eaten you're good you're uh no I haven't. Oh, had you lunch. haven't eaten? No. <laughs> Jeez. No. Did you? Did, did did you? Yeah, I did actually. Dang. Uh, I had something I've never had before for lunch. A salad. So that was interesting. No. Quinoa. Uh, quinoa. No, I love quinoa. Nice. Quinoa is delicious. No, I uh, I leaned really heavily into my millennialism today mm. for lunch. Um, what What was it? It was it was toast with green millennial fruit smothered all over the top of it with some salt and pepper <laughs> and some yeah you know what's you know what's funny I also partook in the millennialism and that's what I had for breakfast you had avocado toast for breakfast yeah I did well yeah with it, with some egg whites yeah yeah okay it was my first time doing it cool uh, and so I just kind of like I toasted the bread. And oh, then, as, as one does, yes. And then mashed up the avocado. Like, I didn't slice it. I know some oh, people slice it. Yeah, I totally I'm, slice. I, yeah, so I'm, I mashed it up similar to how you would, uh, like, if you were making guacamole. Sure. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. And then I, yeah, and then I mixed in salt and pepper and Ooh, a little yeah. bit of, like, spicy chili powder. Interesting. And then just kind of spread it on like it was, you know, cream cheese or, or whatever. Yeah. It was, it was, it was pretty good. Nice. Would you and, would you do it again? And, oh yeah, and a healthy Good. snack too. Oh like yeah. The the um, the bread that we have, they're like mm. smaller, thin, like blue menu. So it's like right. it's like fifty calories a slice or something, which oh, for wow. bread is pretty low. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyways, this, this is so <laughs> off topic. Welcome to the movie man. Welcome to the movie man. Yeah. I've, I've got something to bring us back on topic, and it'll either okay. catch or just fall flat. Okay. Pardon me, do you have a match? Um I I prefer a lighter. Better still. Right? Right? Yeah. Uh so that's so 
I mean, everyone's sitting there right now thinking, what the hell is happening? <laughs> why, why did I turn off the, you know, why did I switch from the radio to this? <laughs> and the answer to that is I, I don't, I know. don't rightfully know. You, yeah. No, <laughs> no clue. Part, part, um, two, part two of our James Bond series is the answer. Tar- part two of a 27-part miniseries. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's... That's daunting to yeah. say. Hey, you know what? I, you know, I've come full circle on this. I thought you were a maniac for making, not making us, but suggesting that we do this. And I'm already, and now I'm on movie two and I'm like, I'm actually really like, it's given me something to look forward to, to watch the next movie in this series. It's very, right? it's interesting how I've really changed. So to catch everyone up to speed, we're mm. doing uh, the 007 films. Yes. Um, in order of release, yep. and we are including the two non-Eon films. Yeah, yes. Um, never Die Twice or something? Never Say Never Again? Yeah. Never Say Never Again. And Casino Royale, and, the first. And the six, 1967 yeah. or 76 or right. something, Casino Royale. Yep. Um, which adds up to 27 films instead of just 25. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, I mean, okay, so here's the theory. Mm-hmm. The theory is that this will be a show that mostly just, a, a series that mostly just I work through yep. and Pete will guest occasionally on. Yep. Um, but so far, Pete's two for two. So <laughs> the jury's out and we'll, we'll kind of see, we'll kind of see what's happening there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you missed our last episode, uh, for Dr. No, go check that out. Mm. Um, but to bring everyone kind of briefly up to speed, I'm rating the Bond films based on eight categories. And um, can I, I can I say it's bothering me, not a lot, but you should have made it seven categories for 007. Yeah, but I didn't. I don't know which ones I would amalgamate. They're all good. Yeah, like they're all, they kind of all need to be there, but you're right. I feel like they're all important. Yeah. Um, so background, I had never seen, like I'm a... I'm going into this blind. I'd never seen any James Bond films. And so my appraisal of them is not based on other Bond films. How did it score based on other Bond films? Mm. It was just in this category, Mm -hmm. how how much enjoyment did I receive from this category in the film? And those categories are plot, portrayal of Bond, villain, gadgets, fights slash action, Bond girl, supporting characters, and the Bond song. Not the theme song, mm. but the, you know, the the song that plays during the silhouetted dancing women. Yeah. Uh, the, the introductory montage. montage of credits and spy-related things of women. Yeah. Typically. Yeah. The, the opening credits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, let's just kind of jump... Just jump into this. Let's do it. Yeah. So, I went into this one. Uh, I owned I owned the Xbox game from Russia with Love. Mm, yes. Um, and have played it several times. Cool. And so I was curious to see how much of this would be familiar. Oh. Um, and how much of it would be foreign to me. I mean, the last time I played the game would have been over ten years ago. So it's oh okay. So it's it's, it's not you know it, 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 if anything it was just going to be reminiscent. Sure. I think. Sure. Um, was it anything I, at all like the movie? Yeah, I mean it was it was reminiscent, right? So the so the sure. game 
from Russia with Love, one of the first missions in the game sees you in the in the the hedge maze. Mm, um, interesting. Right, and and so that, and then you know the scene ends, and they peel the mask off of him, and it turns out you haven't been playing as Bond; you've been playing, you know. Mm. Um, and there's, um, I think there's there's the scene where they're like using the periscope to spy on this meeting that's happening. Which, <laughs> yeah, that that yeah that is a side note that submarine scope is just the most unbelievably ludicrous comical thing i've ever seen in film oh yeah yeah like for sure like there'd be like just even a maid like vacuuming like the carpet would be like hmm what's this like big lump here in the corner that's the size of a briefcase right yeah for sure Mm -hmm. um what i discovered ultimately was that the video game took a lot of liberties Oh, sure. Um, sure and I is. understand that because, like, there's so there there were whole missions and storylines and plot points sure. that just simply were not a part of the movie. Yep. Um, the introduction of different gadgets, like in the video game, um, mm. Bond has got a laser watch. Oh and, yeah. Okay. You know, like some cool and 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 but then I went back. So I, I went back and for nostalgia's sake, I was yep. watching some some game footage mm. of it mm-hmm. um, to see how much was familiar. And, and surprisingly quite a bit of it was familiar. Okay. Um, but w- what I found really jarring mm-hmm. is because they went back and, and like they brought Sean Connery back in <laughs> to do voice work. They didn't just take the, his, his audio from the movies. They had him re say a bunch of his lines right. and say a bunch of new ones. Cause they added all kinds of content. That's pretty but cool. what's, but what's really jarring about it is Bond at this point, I don't know, what would we say? Bond's probably in his 30s. Sure. Right? Yeah. Mid to late 30s. Yep. In, in, Somewhere in there. In From Russia with Love. Yeah. Um, but it's it's very clearly a 65-year-old Sean Connery recording mm, you can, all of the dialogue. You, you can discern it. His voice is just, it's, it's, it's kind of like, when Vader shows up to do, or when when James Earl Jones shows right. up to do Vader in Rogue sure. One, right? And you go, yes, that's Vader, and that mm-hmm. sounds really cool. But there's, um, a, yeah. but it also sounds like maybe Vader's suffering from a calorie <laughs> deficit because right. he's 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 very he's very weak right. sounding, right? Um, so yeah, it was kind of similar. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so the plot. Of sure. this film. Yep. I gave it a six. Um, cool. I... I mean... It was... It was... It was an interesting plot. Oh, yeah. Yes. Again, though, um, similar to <laughs> kind of what I found with Dr. No, it was a similar plot once you fully understood what the hell was happening. Yeah. I found there was, especially in the beginning, there was a lot, like I had to stop it again and look up the plot and yeah. read up until where I was to fully yes. understand, okay, so there's there's uh, Smirsh, mm-hmm. which was is, is basically the Russian MI6, mm-hmm. and there's MI6, mm-hmm. and then there's, uh, and, and uh, Tatiana... Um, Romanova or something. Mm-hmm. She's the Bond girl in this film. Yep. She's um, she works for Smirsh. Yes. Um, as a 
yeah like a as a uh uh translator interpreter yeah. of secret codes or something, something. yeah um and, and so then there's the soviets mm-hmm. who she's do like but but then there's also specter so specter returned it was a little hard i was with the i had to wikipedia the plot because i was confused about like in the end it's kind of a bait and switch or more like a bait where they're kind of playing both sides i guess but it took me a while to figure out like who who all like what all sides are being involved here and who's with what side and what right yeah it was yeah uh, yeah, yeah, so ultimately I only gave it a six because I thought to mm. myself, uh, you know, I, I like the idea of the plot and maybe sure. if I didn't have to look it up, it would have scored higher. Yeah. But ultimately I didn't enjoy yeah. the story as much because I was constantly trying to figure out right. what's happening. And and, and yep. I don't know if if some of that is poor writing, and I and, but I also don't know if some of that is... A lot of the talk that's happening is Cold War era talk, right? Um, yeah. And so maybe, maybe that's just a generational issue. Could be, could be. But uh, for me, for me, the plot was, you know, it was just kind of middle of the road. I think, I think, I liked the premise of it a little bit better than Doctor No. I, um, I, th- I did, yeah. And I think it was a little less confusing than Doctor mm-hmm. No. It felt and felt a little more likely sure. to be a thing that would actually happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it, it their portrayal of it, or their execution of it, was was just right. Kind of choppy it, all over the place. Yeah, it leaves a little bit of an unfinished, not an like it just a non connected feel to it when you're literally having to open up Wikipedia and follow along. Yeah, yeah, for I, sure. I gave it something close. I gave it a seven. Basically the same reasons you said. Um, oh, you did. Okay. So this time you've, uh, cause last time you didn't follow my, no. my ranking system because you, you received the ranking system. Mm-hmm. Just I'm I'm going along before. step for step with you here. Just, just I think it's kind of a fun way to kind of both. Interesting. Of I really like that. That's so yeah, awesome. I, gave, I gave it a seven. I, shout out to the beginning when there was can, the Canadian representative in the chess game. Yeah. Yeah. Who, um, I mean, who sucked? Who, well, but. I'm, he still made it to whatever round that was. I don't know if that was the final, but, but yeah, I, I also just found the kind of this bait and switch kind of plot a little confusing to follow at times. I found kind of the ultimate kind of pseudo climax where like Bond was in the train a little bit, fell a little flat. It was a little underwhelming. Very underwhelming. And just even like, just from a movie watching point of view, it was just kind of flat. And then also just from a James Bond point of view, like he was so easily tricked and overpowered at times in this chain. I'm like that, that's not James Bond. Like, come on. Right. Um, but it was, it was interesting to see James Bond in Venice for the first time. And we'll see him return there later in this series. Okay. Interesting. Um, I guess this is less plot, but more like the way it was made. My last point here is just, I, uh, being a movie from the 1960s, it had some making flaws. So like in the, and when the end credits are rolling and the songs playing and you see the St. Mark's square, I think it would have been a cool shot, but the shaky cam on the boat was just so shaky that I just found it distracting. They didn't have a, they didn't have like a a, a steady cam set up. And and I get it. Like it's, it's par for the course, but just, yeah. yeah. Uh, But yeah, seven out of 10. Okay. So category two is 
Portrayal of Bond. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm-hmm. so last time around, and I won't always, I won't always give a, a comparison sure. from time to time. Yep. Um, last time, I think I gave it an eight. Okay. Um, I bumped it down to a seven this time. Sure. And uh, so it's, it, I mean, that's still high. It's still yep. Sean Connery, and it was, mm-hmm. it was still, you know, I just got a lot less of the sort of um, suave kind of. Mm like i don't know i i, I just I, I don't know what it was but okay. he just felt less of a smooth british intelligence mm. um you know that the whole every woman wants to be with him every man wants to be him right right i just i didn't feel like you know i i didn't feel like he was he he quite leaned into that um mm. you know Bond, James Bond right. kind of right. aspect. So I give it, I gave it a seven, um, which, cool. like I said, is still high. Uh, oh yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's definitely down. I don't think I had as much fun watching him mm. this time around as I did the first mm-hmm. time. Okay, that's fair. I I gave him an eight out of ten, so very close to what you gave. Um, I I'm what you're saying is really mirroring what I'm also saying. Like I just in general. Maybe not so much with specifically his portrayal, but I think I enjoyed a Dr. No a little bit more than From Russia With Love. But I still really appreciated Sean Connery's portrayal in this, and he still had his little kind of moments of kind of Bond coming out where, you know, he was at the picnic with that woman and told Moneypenny it'd be an hour and a half because he's finishing up an old case. But I I gave it an 8, an eight out of 10. Yeah, that's that's admirable. <laughs> I'm interested um, to see like I'm really curious because there's some Bond movies I haven't seen and I'm curious if this will go really low with different Bonds or if it'll sure. always be kind of high sure um, so villain mm-hmm. this may surprise you okay I gave it a three really um, and the reason being sure. is because the movie ended okay. and my thoughts were Okay, so who was the villain? Mm, yeah. Was it Grant? Or was it the uh what's her name? The um the the Russian woman who um defected from Was it Rosa Kleb? Yes, Kleb. Yes, yep. Yeah. Uh and then right. my other so then so there's that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um but then there's also the Spectre guy whose face we never see. Mm-hmm, who's petting the kitten. Who's who's petting the cat in a very right. Dr. Claw kind of yes. Yes. way. Yeah. Uh, we don't see the face. He's got a cat. Um, mm-hmm. Which, it's fun to... Like, I've seen all the Austin Power films. And so there's definitely a lot of, oh. like... You know, like, like Dr. Evil's got a white fluffy cat that he strokes. And sure. so it's 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 fun... To see them mm-hmm. spoof on stuff right. like that, right? right. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I just I I marked it really low because okay. yeah. um, you know if if I had known that Donald Grant was was the um, was for sure the villain, then mm-hmm. okay, then okay, 
then I'm, right. you know, uh, sure, I, I I could rank that a little higher. Mm-hmm. Rosa Klebb, we don't see enough of her, but she's still, mm-hmm. like, she's a pretty great villain mm-hmm. on her own. Oh, yeah. Um, but I just, I walked out of it not having a sense of who, you know, who actually was our main threat. Who was, mm. who was the yeah. main bad guy that we're trying to take down here? Yeah, yeah. I, I gave it a bit higher for the opposite reason. I, I gave it about a 7 out of 10. And the reason I gave it was just kind of in contrast to Dr. No, where there was so much mystery around Dr. No, and then it kind of fizzled out. I actually really enjoyed that it was so mysterious and it didn't have the opportunity to fizzle out. So I guess as the series continues and I guess we see more or find out more, maybe that'll have the opportunity to say, okay, that was a valid 7 out of 10, or I might go, you know what, it was a cheap tactic or I should have given it lower. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, for sure. I One one about the villain with Rosa Klebb, I actually kind of just chuckled with the scene where she arrived at that island to do the inspection of that, I don't even remember his name, the dude who was going to be following James Bond the whole movie. And she just punches him in this, yeah, That's, do, uh, like, takes a hel- is his name. Yeah, it takes a helicopter ride, walks around the whole premise, to or the premises to get to the lake, literally like looks him up, punches him in the gut, and is like, yep, see ya. Yeah. No, no other testing needed. Just a gold sucker punch to the gut. And also, I felt like, you know, when Grant walks over, he's got okay. a towel on, yeah. right? Because he's oh, been yeah. sunbathing and stuff. Yeah. And, and this just felt like one of those moments where you say to the guy, "I think that's for drying your hands. The bigger towels are over here." <laughs> right. Like that. It was a bit small. I don't know how that thing. I don't know how he was getting it to stay on. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It was know. so tight. It was. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, um. Sir. Yeah. That's not for your waist. Yeah. So gadgets. Yes. Um. I ranked it at a four. Um. Okay. Last time I gave Doctor Noah two because oh, there yeah. really wasn't much of anything. No. Um. This time around, we have the briefcase. Yes. Very cool. Um, and we get our introduction to Q. Yes. Uh, which means that moving forward, there's probably going to be more. Right. Um. 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 You know, you know more gadgets. gadgets. Yep. Yep. Um. Still no Aston Martin. That's um, true. Yeah. Which was in the video game, so that's oh. misleading a little. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I think it must come sh- soon. It must. Yeah, I'm hoping. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so no, I mean there wasn't a lot of gadgets, and and the gadgets that were there, f- I mean they felt very 60s, right? It was like oh, mm-hmm. you know, there's well, 007, there's a hidden blade inside <laughs> of it, and it's like well, okay, but and a secret compartment to keep gold coins to keep coins in, and it's like okay, wow, uh, <laughs> you know the. The, the turning the turning of the the, right. the latches that's kind of cool yes and how yep. it's all magnetized and lets the smoke out and mm-hmm. or the tear gas sure. that was cool yep um but you know I was I was also hoping for you know like really mm-hmm. it should have been you know um and in case of an emergency 007 <laughs> just simply put in the code 007 and <laughs> yeah. Hit the end. Your briefcase will turn into a a bomb or something. Exactly. Right? Like so, uh, it mm-hmm. it it was it was better. It was definitely better. Yep. 
and it feels like we're heading in the right direction. It felt very like there was something just so like my favorite part of the film, I Mm. think by far is just when Q is explaining to him how the briefcase works because I'm like, yes, this Mm. is it. This is 007 mission briefing. This is, this is like, because I know because I've played several James Bond video games. Right. Um, at least three of them, I think. Cool. Um, you know, this is this is like it's leading into the era of Q saying, "And do try to bring this one back in one piece, 007. <laughs> right? right? Like, yeah. You know, and and so that just that excites me that that yes. that those conversations, those interactions, right, they're coming are on are on the horizon. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I give it about a five out of ten. Really, I agree. I was I liked where it was going compared to the previous film. My only beef was seriously that submarine scope in the Russian consulate that that was just so ludicrous. Yeah, just, and I uh, I didn't even count that as a gadget. I just felt like that was yeah. Just yeah. I I didn't negatively score it as a result of that. I just wanted to bring that up again. Yeah. yeah. It's it's kind of lame. It is. Uh fights in action. Mm. I gave it a I gave it a six. The the action was fairly limited, but there was sure. some pretty good fight scenes. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, like you said, although on the train Grant is often getting the upper hand with Bond, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. still a cool fight. It's still sure. a, a fist to fist combat. Right. People getting stabbed. <laughs> it's what more can you, know, you ask for? All good fights have you know. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I don't have much to say about it, but I gave, I gave it a, I gave it a six out of ten. Mm. I, for some reason, I gave, I was really hard on the f- fights in action. I gave it a three out of ten, and I think the two things that burned me and gave it this score was the action in the gypsy camp. For me, was reminiscent of like an old spaghetti western, and I mean that not as like not in a complimentary way. It just seemed very slapstick and at times confusing, and. And in that scene specifically, like the station head gets shot in the arm and he's in severe pain and agony. And then like he looks and he reaches for something with his arm like the next moment. I'm like, what? Huh? Hey, well, here's I, the I continuity. Mean, he, he he found his <laughs> found his courage. He got he got the hell I over guess. it. And specifically yeah. there there was that helicopter fight near the end. And I say this completely sarcastically. I've never been more sus- suspended in my disbelief until that helicopter crash sequence. Yeah. Like it was just like like a shot was fired or what have you and then like the camera cut to like a helicopter on fire on the ground and it wasn't yeah. good. It wasn't. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um the Bond girl. Mm-hmm. I gave it a 4. Okay. I yep. I thought Honey Rider was far more oh, yeah. interesting, yep. far more compelling. Just from namesake um, namesake alone. Yeah, and 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 I like Tatiana Romanova mm-hmm. uh is still like it's a bond sounding mm-hmm. name. <laughs> right. Um but um I don't know. I just I feel like we don't get to know her enough and we don't Yeah, I I don't know. It just it it, it she always kind of felt like maybe she was the opposition. Yeah. We didn't know whose side she was yeah. on. So she never really felt like 
a love interest. No. She never really felt like the Bond no. girl. I so yeah. I I ranked it. Well. I I it's interesting because we're both kind of except for Bond really hitting the same numbers. I gave it a three out of ten, just because for the same reason, Honey Rider wasn't in a lot of the film but we still knew so much about her and it's just from a character perspective we really had a lot of development with her this bond girl was in the movie for far longer at least from beginning to end and i wasn't really that emotionally invested so i gave it a three out of ten yeah Mm -hmm. okay that's fair uh supporting characters Mm hmm I gave a six. Cool. Um, again, nobody that really jumps out. Um, there's um, there's his friend at I guess what is the the embassy oh, that he's at? I forget the guy's name. When he first shows yeah. up, was it Istanbul? Yep. When he's in or Istanbul, or is it Constantinople? And he shows up. That's a, that's a great question. <laughs> Come on, that's good. Um, but yeah, like I I put Q down as a supporting character because yeah. he's introduced to us in this series for the first time. And um, Desmond, I think it's Llewellyn, maybe is the name of the actor, um, who portrayed Q in this movie, actually goes on to portray Q in quite a lot of Bond movies for the next few quite years. Quite a few of them. So, um, yeah. Kind of like you said, looking forward to Q showing the gadgets. I I think he was at least one strong supporting character. I gave it 5 out of 10. Right. Okay. Um, Yeah, I think think one area that I would have liked to have seen an improvement in Mm -hmm. this one is there was kind of a fun... um, Sort of a fun dynamic, I feel like, in Dr. No between M and bond oh yeah um which was kind of present in this one a little but not as you know like in dr no they kind of have a brief little argument over bond's use of the the beretta sure um and 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 so which i guess i was hoping the conversation with the beretta would surface again at some point or maybe become like a running and maybe it still (laughs) will who knows um yeah but because then otherwise that scene just doesn't like what what was the point in that scene just to mm-hmm. show that mm-hmm. he doesn't like to follow the rules or something like right uh <laughs> right. Yeah, like yeah i don't know um mm. so i gave, i gave it a six i thought it was middle sure. of the road may, maybe a little better yeah um than some of the supporting characters in in doctor mm-hmm. no cool. uh final final category was the bond song mm. uh i gave it a five for okay. me it was it was it was leaps better than the one from Doctor No. <laughs> sure, that that um, can't be contested. That's true. But uh, but it, but it also wasn't anything spectacular. It definitely no. sounded like a Bond song. It definitely had those um, sort of those sounds and notes that that I think most people come to expect from sure. a Bond. It's it felt secret agent like. Mm. Um, but uh, but it also you know it's not memorable. It wasn't memorable. No. So so I gave it a five. I gave it a three. I felt the song was just okay. And to be honest, I found the graphic of someone like putting their arm or their body in front of like a projection screen just rather distracting and rather annoying. So the song and like the introductory credit scene, I just was 
not impressed with. So I gave oh, it three. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, so that's interesting because, like, from a reversed standpoint, then I I actually really enjoyed that aspect oh, cool. of it. Like, I was watching it going, sure. you know, like we're breaking down in my head and working out from a technical standpoint. How did mm, they shoot this? True. Yeah. So. There's some. But, uh, an extra category that that isn't a category, but there were some killer one-liners in this, and I okay. I wrote down two. <laughs> the one where Bond says she should have kept her mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. And then and then at the end, after is it Keb or Kleb is dead, and he says yes, she had her kicks. Yeah, that was that was. So so, where are you? Are you are you giving it points for that, or are you? I'm I'm not. I mean, if you wanted to add it, add it as a category someday, I just wanted to add it as a like. There were some good one-liners in this one. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's. Yeah. I, I guess that's what I was wondering. Did you mm. consider those good one-liners, or was I that, did? Does that I did retract yeah. from the? Okay. <laughs> well, that's interesting. <laughs> okay. Well, um. So if I tally all that up, mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor No got a five point three. Interesting. That's from, incredibly close. I gave it from, a five point one. Uh, sorry, no, I'm saying Doctor No, the first one. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, then I retract what I just said. Yeah. So, so Doctor No had a five point three. Sure. I'm sorry, I'm I'm trying to build suspense, man. So sorry. I'm trying to like, <laughs> so you know, sorry. is this one better or worse? Is kind of yeah. 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 Uh, so Doctor No got a five point three. Sure. And interestingly, if I take all of my scores okay. and and average them, sure, I get a five point one for from Russia for, from Russia with love. No way. Yeah, dead serious. Five point one. Actually, that's what I gave it. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. That is actually pretty crazy because we definitely differed on different categories, but at the same day, Quite. at the same time, we both yeah. You know, at the end there of the day, reached the same five point one rating. Yeah, yeah, that's actually super interesting. Hmm. Cool. Um, two things. I've got trivia question for you and a point that I want to make. Okay. Which do you want first? Um, I'm going to go with the point. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm going to do the point first. <laughs> Fine. Don't bother right. asking me that. <laughs> you took too long. So this, I want to make this point. I can't go into it as full detail because I don't want to ruin anything in the series for you. But when this movie concluded, I feel in my mind there was um, almost, and I'll say this, almost a very interesting interesting parallel occurred at the ending of this movie. I was, I was pretty captivated as... I was anticipating slight, a slightly different ending and things were aligning in my mind as I saw things unfolded on the screen. Again, I'm not going to tell you any more about that till we get later in the Bond series, just because okay. I don't want to influence what you see later on. But if anyone's listening and anyone knows me personally, or even if you don't know me personally, message me if you're eager to talk about this, because I, I really want to bounce this off someone. It's not mind-blowing. It's just kind of like a little like, hmm, that was... That was close. Maybe I'm seeing something in the weeds. Maybe it's I'm on to something. But okay. I'll be interested to talk you talk to you about it when you've seen more movies. Yeah. Yeah, for so, sure. Two questions. They're they're pretty similar. They're actually identical to the last time. Where do you think this movie ranks on the tomato meter for how well it ranked? Oh gosh, I don't even remember where I think Doctor No is number four, wasn't it? 
Yes. Dr. No was kind of weird. It was like fourth on the list, but it was theoretically second because it was, there were like three tied for second. Right. And for, and for context, Dr. No had, I believe I'm just getting it up on my screen. I think it was a 95% tomato meter. Dr. No. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say, I think, although I scored this movie lower, I think it's, I think it's generally a classic to people. Sure. Um, and so I'm going to say it's one of the ones scored for second. Okay. Uh, yeah, you nailed it. Uh, so technically, again, depending on how you interpret it, it's either third on the list or tied for second. So it's it's okay. high up there in the Bond anthology at ninety, and it's ninety five percent. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the only other question in the opening gun barrel scene where James Bond walks across, shoots the camera, boom, 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 the movie starts. Is that Sean Connery in this edition of the Bond walking across the screen in From Russia with Love? Well, I guess not, because it wasn't last time, and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's the identical barrel sequence. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's your so answer. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. Correct. It was not okay. Connery. Huh. That's 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 kind of one of those things that maybe I could have maybe I would have preferred not to know. <laughs> well, it spoils a little bit of the magic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but cool. Well, what I mean, what's most important is what you people think. Yeah. Uh, so I'm curious. Um, yeah. You know, wherever you're able to comment, comment. Mm. Um, And if we see your comment, we will engage in Mm -hmm. conversation with you. So let us know. Have you seen From Russia with Love? Mm -hmm. Um, And do you like it? Do you think we were kind of right on the nose? Or do you think we were, um, you know, out uh, out Out, to lunch on our evaluation? Out to lunch with avocado toast. Mm. I I feel guilty (laughs) eating it. Like, I feel... Why? I feel, well, no, I just feel like people are, you know, I feel like people are watching me. I feel like people I, are like, oh, yeah. What? Avocado toast. Millennial. Oh, like, I, just feel like I it's, see. Yeah. I, you, know, you know, they need to get over it. It's an antioxidant. It tastes good. Just deal with it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's, you've, you've changed my mind 100%. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that, Dad. Until next time. Bye. Bye.